This is Ron Moss from The Heart, My Heart Journey, Part 2. Uh, here I am now being admitted into AMED Hospital. Uh, the only thing I knew at that point was my blood pressure was high, like extremely too high. I also knew that there was some possible issues with my kidneys and I had a lot of fluid on me, particularly on my chest. And that's kind of all I knew. Um, and it, it, it kind of allowed me the opportunity, the, the first night uh, being in the hospital for the first time in my life. Here I am, I'm, I'm 59 years old, never really went to the doctor, never really been sick enough to stay overnight in a hospital, and so here I am. And to be honest with you, I had an opportunity to kind of look back a little bit and see how I ended up there. For 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 me, and I believe for other men, we kind of think that we can work the pain out, we can somehow solve our own problems, when God has created all these folk that some have been put put here to help. Some have been put here to keep you going, to keep you alive, you know, and we've been blessed to have all these people around. But in our own ignorance, in our own stupidity, I'll, I'm going to speak for myself on this, that we just have this belief that we can heal ourselves you know, I, I don't want to make an excuse, and I think I, I want to say this, that uh, going to the hospital costs too much. It costs. Everything costs. Uh, but I just believe that folk who are in that industry are just not going to turn you away. I had no health insurance, but I was admitted into that hospital because they wanted to make sure I lived. That's what I do know. But as I had an opportunity to kind of start to look back, you know, at my situation and my circumstance, I kind of started to kind of see how all this was coming. It was, it was coming. It was on the way. I started noticing maybe three to four months before, or maybe even six months before, getting tired more, using the bathroom more, uh, feeling somewhat weak. Always when I would take a break and go sit in my car, I would immediately fall asleep. I just equated all of this to just being tired, to being a workaholic. At one point, I was working three different jobs. And I think I did that for more, almost two months until it just wore me out. And so when I would get home, I would sleep about, for the most part, three to four hours. Get up, get ready, out the door, around seven or eight, earlier, six, seven, and then get home one, two o'clock in the morning. That was my seven-day-a-week program. 
I started remembering how, you know, how easy it was for me to 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 get tired. And then, you know, I'm a Baptist preacher, and so, you know, there were some funerals that I had to do. And I remember being on the pulpit and and preaching, and feeling my myself getting winded too quick, you know, to where I had to tone it down a little bit. And I remember the last funeral that I did, I I remember uh, walking to the grave site and that was okay. But walking from the grave site to the vehicle was a challenge. And I remember saying to myself over and over again, I just need to make it to the car. I had rode with a friend of mine and I just needed to make it to his vehicle so I could get in there and sit down and get myself home so I could get some rest. So all the signs of something being wrong was there. I just ignored it. I chalked it up as, hey. And then two weeks before all of this happened on March the 30th, two weeks before, I'm at the same job. I'm cleaning the canteen and I have an episode where I couldn't breathe. The only difference was this time was when I sat down and started to deep breath and and sit there for a minute. After about 15 minutes, it went away. I didn't understand it. I didn't know why. But the last thing on my my mind was going to the doctor or getting checked out. I just chalked it up as me just overworking myself, uh, exerting myself too much. And until I can slow down, these things were going to happen. So here I had all these warning signs. All these occurrences that happened that I didn't take the time and say, you know what? I need to go get myself checked out. I need to go get a real vigorous physical to find out what's going on with me. And I believe I'm speaking for a whole lot of brothers. I don't care what color you are. I don't care where you live. I don't care how old you are. That for some reason we put up this wall when it has something to do with allowing somebody else to tell us We need to take care of ourselves. We need to do better uh, taking care of ourselves. We need to do the right type of things if we want to be around for our family, if we want to be around for our friends. Some of us, as myself being included, is so proud that we're so stupid. We're so proud, we're so ignorant. And there's people around us that are depending on us being here, that are depending on us making it, that's depending on us being around. And we're hurting our own self by not doing the right thing. I've had people in my family, my grandmother, my grandfather, and others who I went to the hospital to go visit them. Uh, I, I went to, to go to the hospital to sit with them. And so it wasn't like I never experienced going to the hospital. I remember one time my grandmother and my cousin 
both were in the hospital at the same time. And so it wasn't like I hadn't visited or it was a foreign country or a foreign place that I never experienced. It's just that I didn't want to be a part of it. I didn't want to go. And so here I am, the first night in this hospital, not knowing I was going to be there for 20-something days. Not knowing the type of news that was on the way. So I was reflecting on what got me there. And guess what? I couldn't work. I couldn't work. I couldn't provide for my family. I was laying in the hospital bed and didn't know how long I was going to be there. And I'm a business owner. I'm running a business. I've got people working for me. How can I check on my business? How can I know if my people are doing their job? All because I didn't heed to the warning signs. I got a family depending on me. I can't be at home. I can't go home. I can't go and and be at my house because I didn't heed to the warnings. So here it is, the second day. They're running tests and they're, they're, they're giving me some medicine, something to bring the blood pressure down. They're, they're you know, telling me that there's, I got to get an MRI uh, done to me. I had never been in, in this tube thing that they close you in on. And, and, and I remember the first time they put me in and the lady said, if you feel like you're claustrophobic, just push this this thing here and I'll, I'll bring you out of it. And I remember going in there with my eyes closed and, and just, you know, because they wanted to just, they were checking my whole body. They wanted to see what's going on with me, you know, and they couldn't know all the, you know, if you got one issue going on, it's usually connected with some other issues. They just couldn't get my blood pressure down. Now they had to find out, my God, what's caught, what else is going on with this man? And so I remember going in there with my eyes closed and I remember I just couldn't take it. I pushed the button and they had to end up giving me something uh, because they had to check my whole body. And now I'm sitting there waiting on the news to come back on what's going on. I, w- I started meeting different physicians and different doctors. You know, it was a doctor for this, a doctor for that, a doctor for this. And his team, everybody's got a team of doctors that's coming in uh, or his associates that are coming in to, to talk to you every morning. Every morning somebody was coming in checking on me and somebody was talking to me and, and what they were looking to see. Somebody's checking my temperature. Somebody's checking my heart rate. Somebody's checking my blood pressure, you know, all day long, all day long. It's getting real serious now. It looks like I'm not going to leave here no time soon. And it looked like all the information that's coming back is not positive at all. It is a, 
a type of journey that you don't want to go through if you don't have to. I'll talk to you real soon. God bless you. May heaven smile upon you. Oh, yeah. Peace.